Hello and welcome to the Energy Sport Roundup. I'm joined by Logan Back and Stephen Kinnamuth. I'm your host, Aaron Fraser. Gents, how are you doing today? Not bad, Aaron, yourself? I not too bad. It's taken about 15 takes to record this show, but we're <laughs> finally up and running. Stephen, how's yourself? Yeah, pretty decent to be fair. We've got a packed 10 minutes or so coming up on the programme. We're going to talk about last night's Champions League results and look ahead to tonight's as well. Talk about the, the current state of Chelsea under interim boss Frank Lampard. Manchester City could possibly get to Munich, looking to get to their fourth semi-final in the Champions League and, of course, on their way to win that prized first European Cup. There's been protesting in sport this week. The snooker was disrupted as well as the horse racing. We're going to talk about our opinions on that. And finally, the biggest result of them all, FC Edinburgh's <laughs> massive last-minute win against Falkirk last night in Grangemouth. So, starting off, boys, the Champions League, what are your thoughts on last night's results? Um, I think the Real Madrid result was expected, obviously, with Chelsea's recent form in the Premier League. Um, obviously, it was a bit more of a competitive tie in Italy last night between between Napoli and AC Milan. Um, obviously, AC Milan going through, which was... Although their first leg triumph was a bit unexpected, but um, I think they deserved the victory in the end. Um, same with Real Madrid. I think Chelsea. I think it was just too much for Chelsea for Real Madrid's performance last night. What about yourself? I, I just wanted to ask: Are you surprised that, seeing as Napoli are so clear at top of Serie A, the fact that they've not managed to beat Milan in the Champions League? Um, I think that they've had a few poor results recently um, that I've noticed. Um, I can't say I've watched much of the, the Serie A this season, but uh, I know that they've been impressive both in the Champions League against the likes of Liverpool, and um, they coasted past that group quite quite easily. So, um, but I'm surprised they have, have went out. Yeah, and honestly, I'm not particularly surprised. Napoli, of course, want to focus on getting their first scudetto since the days of Maradona, and given that such a prize is at stake, I reckon they're going to try and put all their eggs in the Serie A basket. Obviously, a European trophy would be fantastic as well, but. I think at this stage of the season, with so much in the line, they can only do so much in each competition. So I reckon that they're going to, well, obviously they're out of the Champions League now, but I reckon they're going to really go for a Scudetto now that they've not got European football to focus on, which will probably benefit them more. They've got a very talented squad, but also still quite an, an experienced one, I'd say, when it comes to like pushing for those honours in the final stages. So I reckon that having... Only the week to focus on or benefit Napoli and in the end get them that prize title that they deserve. I just feel personally they're what about 14 points clear at the top of Syria. I don't think that it's it, it should be in terms of I don't think they should have be picking between one of them, the Champions League or the Syria, because they're so clear. I think they could afford to drop a few points in the Syria if it meant going through to the Champions League. That's why I just feel that it's kind of a bit of a letdown. To be honest, because when I was looking at it after they just breezed past Liverpool, I thought they were going to be one of the top contenders for it. Well, I'm not going to talk about any team bottling Leeds, given that I saw Hearts ship 11 points to Aberdeen since February. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to talk about a team being really far ahead and taking their foot off the ball because I've saw it happen and it's not very pleasant. Anyway, moving on to moving swiftly onwards to Chelsea. Just what is going on at Stamford Bridge? Uh, they are at a free fall. Can we just talk about the fact they were two 0 down in the first leg? Right, and they started with one attacker yesterday. One attacker, which is Kai Havertz up front, who, let's be honest, is not a striker. He shouldn't be playing up front. It's like they were winning two 0 in the first leg. And Golo Kante could have had a hat trick. I think. Yeah. But he, you shouldn't be relying on Kante to be scoring goals. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I think the lack of 
attacking intent from from Chelsea over the past few weeks has been evident. Obviously, they've got one of the best defensive records in in the league, but going forward, it's just a bit of a shambles. Um, Aubameyang can't get a game. Um, not even registered for the Champions League, I don't think so. How many players did they sign though in January? They said they spent so much money, and they still. If you looked at the Chelsea squad, you'd arguably say they needed a striker. That was the place they needed to go, and they didn't sign one. Yeah, they need to fix it in quickly. Manchester City, do you reckon they've got a chance of winning their first Champions League this season? Uh, I'd like to hope so, um, but with recent years, obviously they could have got to the final last year after collapsing at the Bernabeu, um, and it could be similar opponents if they get past Bayern Munich tonight. Um, but we'll hope so. I think Haaland's made a big difference, obviously, with scoring all the goals that he has, so we'll, we'll definitely see. The collapse is quite polite, to be fair, for what it actually was. It was a complete bottle. Absolutely complete bottle. I mean, if they're going to win it, well, why should it not be this year? The stars seem to have kind of aligned with signing Haaland, and they're kind of, I'm yet to kind of see them actually challenged. I mean, they are in the Premier League right now, but in the Champions League so far, even Bayern Munich, they're oh, they ab- I watched. Them. I watched the first leg and they absolutely breezed past them. I mean, really? he couldn't do it against Scotland, but Roger, it was some finish for him, <laughs> big Spaniard. But but it remains to be seen if Manchester City can be stopped in their crusade for that first European crown. Now, protesting in sport. What are your thoughts on the protesters of Just Stop Oil disrupting the snooker by pouring the orange powder all over the table and their actions at the horse race? And what are your thoughts on that one, gents? Well. If let's be real, they're going out to try and do something that can be as effective as possible, so they can get a message out there. And well, it clearly worked, doesn't it? That everybody's talking about it. Um, I think with the horse racing and the snooker, obviously two different, um, two different groups running the protest, but they've still got widespread coverage of the stuff that's going on. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say necessarily that's the the right way to go about stuff. You shouldn't really be doing stuff like that. Um, there's obviously a time and a place. But, but at the same time, though, what is the time and what is the yeah. place? Because in, in the eyes of these people, the climate emergency is happening now. I do. And people care very deeply, like us three, for example, about sporting events and the fact that they should go ahead. So the fact that they're disrupting sporting events, it's having the desired effect. It's making people sit up and take notice through annoyance, firstly. But at the same time... Like, people know that sporting events are at risk. I mean, there was the boy that tied himself to the post at Goodison Park just last season. Just about to mention that, yeah. But uh, do you not think that when they're doing that, what they're doing is actually making the people that are watching the sport get annoyed at them for different reasons than they they Very would true. maybe agree with their thing, their their point, but because they're stopping what they're wanting, been waiting to watch, they might... Just... That's very true, and there's, I do think there's a bit of an attitude on social media with football fans, sport fans in general, towards climate protesters because because they're seeing them as an inconvenience, they're ignoring the message and thinking, oh, you're disrupting my sporting event, I don't want yeah, to exactly. take you, you and your opinion seriously. To be fair, I think when it first happened, I think football were like, oh, what is this and why, why, why are they doing it until they've actually realised what the point was for yeah. doing it. Um, yeah, exactly. In in the Premier League last year, Everton basically got, they, they were nearly relegated and if that boy didn't run on the pitch, then who knows if they would have, have conceded a goal in that space of time. So I think it should probably be... It's all swings and roundabouts, yeah. but it's a very interesting story, and we'll be sure to keep on top of that in the coming months. And finally, FC Edinburgh. Last minute winner away to Falkirk last night. Goals from Danny Handligan and this money secured a priceless three points for the citizens on the road. Although their season's basically mathematically over. 
in order for them to get to the playoffs, they have to win their final two games against Kelty Hearts and Airdrionians, both at Meadowbank, and have to hope that Alloa Athletic lose both of their games. Alloa have to play Falkirk as well in that run, but after miss a pretty unlikely push for the playoffs. And Edinburgh, despite a bright start, have faltered late on in this season. So, Logan, your thoughts on Edinburgh's maiden campaign in League One? I don't think it's over yet. I think Alloa have still got to play, Fal- as you said, Falkirk, and they've also got Dunfermline on the last day. Um, I think Edinburgh would have to pick up maximum points from their remaining games, which could be likely. Um, but with the recent form that they've been in, apart from Tuesday, obviously the defeats to the two bottom sides in the league. But obviously they had a very good start to the, to the season in, in League One, their first season in the, th- the third tier. Um, and yeah, the, the recent times it's not been not been as great, but last night was a brilliant result. Uh, Falkirk struggling a bit at the moment. After look, the rivals winning the league as well, so um, Stephen, what are your thoughts? I just think they've just got to keep going. They've it's not really in their hands, really. They just have to win the games they've got and hope that other sides can do them some favours. And I think that's going to bring us to the end of our radio show. Thank you, Logan and Stephen, for hopping on the mic with me. And this has been the Energy Sport Football slash General Sport Roundup. Thank you very much for listening and. We'll see you next time. Take care. Cheers. Thank you.